This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. It's supposed to have um, Rabbi Lapiansky address us this evening. Um, really have to thank uh, Shmuel Sherman, who... Uh, arranged for this event as a, a dear Talmud of Rabbi, of, of Rabbi Lopiansky. And uh, we spoke with this over the last uh, few weeks. And Baruch Hashem, we were able to, to arrange it for this evening on short notice. Baruch Hashem, uh, some of the locals are taking advantage to hear the Torah from Rabbi, Rabbi Lopiansky. In the years I spent in the Mir Yeshiva, it was known that Rabbi Shvinkel had five daughters, all married to eminent Tamid Chachamim, but we only were exposed to four of them. You learn the Mir Yeshiva, you get to know four of the... Uh, members of the Hanhala, and Rabbi Lubyansky was always the one shrouded in mystery. We didn't know, we didn't know much about him. We knew that he moved to, to America, but we weren't exposed uh, to him directly. But even before this very impressive volume was put out, uh, not so recent, uh, you know, within the past year, I got to know Rabbi Lubyansky from some of the things he had written prior, and specifically from his Svarim and Tvila, which we use actually here in Shul, and the Tvila Shirim. So we've all benefited from his, uh, from his beautiful Svarim, and this, through this specific safer has touched the chord of uh, many of the, the Balabatim in our community and, and in general, uh, where we see the, the depth of, of his thought and the, the focus that, uh, the, that he brings to each and every one of us through this safer, the importance of maintaining a strong Kesha to Talmud Torah, to, to Avodah Hashem, uh, for those who are in the workforce, and I can say, even if you're not in the, in the workforce, as most of you are in a different, a, certain, a different kind of workforce, it's just as important. I was just uh, reading it over the last uh, couple of days. Uh, definitely very, very important for all of us. As a, a very eminent uh, menahel uh, in this neighborhood wrote me an email when he saw that Rabbi, Rabbi Lopiansky was going to be uh, speaking this evening, he said it's a must-read for every balabas. So if he said it, I can say, I can say the same. So we're very uh, grateful to, to Shmuel Sherman and his family who made this happen. Without further ado, have a look at It is very special to be here. I mean, we, we, um, we went through a lot in Yeshiva, and uh, Baruch Hashem, we're very proud of him and many of our alumni, and uh, it's a to be able to be part of his life even our Talmudim's lives, even after they leave the yeshiva. I want to speak a little bit about something that seems so anticlimactic. Pesach, the incredible amount of Avodim Pesach, the incredible amount of um, Hispailus leading up to Pesach, the Agoda, everything with it is incredible. Um, and we're not high. Sfir Sa'oma is a mitzvah, it's a chashva mitzvah, but what more can you add? I mean, what is it that you can get out of Sphere Soma that you didn't get out of Pesach? So they're all a hachana for Matan Torah. But if you couldn't do it with a Pesach Seder and with Matzah and Mar and everything else that goes into the Haggadah, is there something added? I mean, it almost seems, yes, it's a mitzvah and it's a chiyav and we do it every night and, and it's fine. But what is it in the big picture... What is it adding? It, it's, it's almost like, the, I know, I, I'm, I'll, I'll say with a joke, it's probably dated because a few people would know it, but once upon a time, communist China was the big country, had a billion people about, and Albania was the smallest communist country, had a million. 
and they were the only ones that were friends. Everybody else was in Russia, and when they came to visit, the Albanians had a big banner: "Us and the Chinese together are a billion strong." So it's 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 like Pesach is everything, and this is also a chana. So I'd like to try to understand that, despite the fact that maybe because it's less glamorous, there's something so much more important, possibly so much that is a necessity in the concept of Zerusalem that we need to apply. I want to start, I'll read a small piece from Reb Tzaddik, and it's his beginning, Reb Tzaddik is Sefer Tzitkas HaTzaddik, probably his most known Sefer, not on the Torah. His very first piece goes like this. Reishis Knisas Adon Averis Hashem Tzorich Lios Bichi Puzzle Every first step of a person in Avodah Hashem needs to be done impulsively, hastily, chipozen. Kemoshe matzina Pesach Mitzrayim, shoyinecha b'chipozen, v'lo Pesach Doros. Why? Mipnei shehascholo lenatik atzmo mikol tavasolom hazeh shumikusha behem tzorich lishma harega shemes orba ritzon Hashem. In order to break from whatever else the person's been tied to, you need to do it in a moment. Um, you need to jump on that moment and to do it. And then go slow. That's what he says. So he's starting his sefer. I don't this form not terribly in order, but I, this, this I assume is his big first work that he's publishing at least. And he says the first opening, the opening to Avodah Hashem starts with chipazim, to do it suddenly, to break away from what there is and grab the moment. Um, my Rebbe Chaim Shalevitz, when he says shmuzin, he loved paradoxes. And he would, even she, in, the, in, his, in his Gemara, she would occasionally like to, to, to say a paradox. And in his, and in his Musa Shmuz, I remember there was one he said a few times. He said that there was somebody who was a very big Talmud Chacham in, a, in Europe. He didn't mention the name, I guess, because of the story. How had he become that? He said he was a good Bachem Velashen. And one day by dinner, he was sitting with a few other Bachem. Someone asked him a question. He didn't know. And then the person showed him that it's unfortunate that he missed. He said he was so devastated, he picked himself up in the middle of the meal, ran off to some small basemedish in town, and sat and learned for the next who knows how many years, and he grew up to be whoever he was. Now, he didn't bench. He picked himself up without benching and ran there. So Chaim said, this is the way he would phrase it, was he allowed to leave without benching? Certainly not. Would he have done what he did if he had if he if he had stayed to benching? No. How do you understand it? It's a paradox. But his point was there are times when you have to grab a moment, and you don't have if you don't grab that particular moment, then the opportunity is gone. It cools off and it's gone. So this sort of reinforces this concept that grabbing the moment and running with it is, is that what's important about Hashem. Okay. But when he says, and then we go slowly, 
is that a license? In other words, you don't have to run the whole time. It's just the beginning you have to run. But afterwards, the continuation of it slowly, is that mandatory or is that something that you can do? What is it? Which one is it? Um, at, at first glance, we would say to ourselves, well, if this is such a powerful tool that you can do it straight out and a person can reach unbelievable heights, etc., etc., then this would be great if you do it all the time. Would it not? And the answer is no. And I want to explain it with a Rambam in Moranavuchim. And this Rambam is an incredible Rambam in understanding both a Hashkafic point and understanding a person's own nature and what it's about. The Rambam is the famous Rambam who's, it's in Chelek Gimel, Periklamet Beis, where he deals with, uh, he, he is explaining the concept of Karbanis. The Rambam is a unique shita. It's an outlier of a shita. It's a shita we, that no one else subscribes to, but it's a shita. But the underpinnings of what he says certainly apply. I think everyone would, would, would hold it. The Rambam says the point of Karbanis was to wean them off Avodah Avodazara was Avodazara included Karbanos. It was universal. This is every Avodazara. You couldn't possibly just tell them to drop it all. So, he need, so we needed a process. So he said, okay, you can keep doing what you're doing it, but L'Shem Shemai. And the Rambam has many problems, what's going to be lost at Lovo and so on. <coughs> not our Indian, it's not what we're dealing with. I want to deal with the understanding with the Rambam himself is, is, is anticipating a problem. He says, I know that you're going to be very upset with this. And he says, I'm going, You're going to wonder, how is it that Hashem didn't get to the point directly? You don't like Avodah Zarah? Say, no, Avodah Zarah, and it's over with. Why would Akadosh Baruch go round and round and about? Do it, l'shem shemayim, and then we'll slowly win you off. Why would that be? He says, listen, he says, I will give you an answer, and you're going to, and, and, and he uses a sharp language about the misunderstanding, that this question is asked out of a deep misunderstanding of what Hashem wants of us, and, and, uh, and a misunderstanding of people. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, so he says, I'll bring you a Pasuk. It says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not want to go straight to Israel, and he explains because they still didn't have the courage and the guts needed to fight the war. So he took them round about. So he says, so the first thing I see from this Pasuk is that a circuitous route is appropriate. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does use roundabout methods to get to, the, to what he wants to. And then he asks, okay, why? So he says like this. Um, I'll try to read to the... A person, he says, Acha shekavones haloikai rishayna ritsoinai hoyashinamin so he says, using that same train of thought, why didn't Akarish Baruch just just 
push the Torah down our throats. Kadosh Baruch Hu wants to keep the Torah. Well, just push it down and make us do it. So he says like this. Tshuva achas kolalas vihi shehaosos kulam afalpi shem shinui teva ishech vishem tzois even though every miracle is a fundamental change in the law of nature, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not change human nature ever. And he explains, I won't read inside, but he explains the following. The only way you can change human nature, not through a miracle, is through a process. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to go with our nature and not against our nature. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could, not what he could do, HaKadosh Baruch Hu splits the sea. And there's no problem with that. Nisim are part and parcel of our world. But the purpose of mitzvahs is not that the mitzvahs get done because HaKadosh Baruch Hu could it could say that all shofars blow and shofars blow by themselves. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to change and by definition change is only possible if it's part of the process not outside. Let's give an example. Let's just so we can understand what those words mean. Imagine I have Reuven over here and I'd like him to be Shimon. And I wave my wand, and Reuven disappears. And I wave a wand the second time, and Shimon appears. I didn't change Reuven to Shimon. I simply killed Reuven, or made him disappear, and brought Shimon into the world. But there was not any process of change. The only change that the only thing I can say is Reuven changed. A child changes into an adult because. It's a, it's a slow, steady process where every step of the way, A causes B causes C causes D. So I, I see the child and the adult 20 years later. I don't, I, it, he didn't disappear. He became that. The world of Torah and mitzvahs that a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants out of us is not that we get to Torah and mitzvahs. It's that we become Anshe Torah Mitzvahs. And that's only possible through a process. So, let's go back with the Rambam. Let's go back to the point we started with. We're defining two different ways of getting from A to B. One is disjunct. I, I make a jump, and how A got to B, I have no idea. I know A is gone and B is here. That is something that I cannot say that nature of something changed. I, I, I have a different product. And then there is a continuous process where A becomes B because A was just a, a precursor, a, a, a precursor form to B. So the first, what Rapsodic says, is that the first step, Tavodos Hashem, requires something that's disjunct. A person, when he decides to do something, a person cannot keep going. If a person is really stuck, like, like 
God forbid, somebody who is addicted to something, heavily addicted. You can't slowly wean off. It's very difficult to, to, to wean off slowly because you're stuck and it'll keep pulling you back again. There's some breaking point where a person either is broken or he breaks. And we need to see a moment of breakaway. But that in itself can never solve the problem because the person hasn't changed. Whatever it is in his personality that has caused him to be what he is, he still is that. No amount of a moment's change in life um, changes the person. It's by definition like that. So, uh, so we need. So, if a person wants to break away, something like addiction, something we can we can um, we can see if we, if tangible. It needs a break, and then it needs a process of transformation, where a person, whatever it is, the issue that the person got him into that situation, is slowly reeducated. The person is slowly reeducated, and 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 his personality is changed. To to to, well, like, original, to to become the person he should be or he is, Avodas Hashem, we were stuck in Mitzrayim, and no small increment of change could possibly have made that difference, because we keep it, we're stuck. <clears throat> so the breakaway was Shalokidar Hateva. It had to be something that came sudden and it was a break. As now we're out of Mitzrayim, we're still over the Avodah We're still people, we, we didn't change overnight. We broke away, but we didn't change. And that's the important piece. And that's what the Ramam says in Mor Nevuchim, is that the key to, 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 to changing a person is that it happened through a process. And that's why weaning away from Avodah could not happen an instant because we were deeply, it, it was entrenched in us. It, it, was, it, it was a cancer that had totally taken over. You can't just rip it out. The, the, what we needed was a slow moving away from it, and, 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 and then we could become of the Hashem. It's interesting, the Ramam says something like it in a, um, he speaks about what is the world of Midos? The Rambam holds it's a mitzvah's essay of Valachta Bidrachov. What we call Midos, the Rambam calls Deos, discusses it in Hilchas Deos, that's what it's about. And the Rambam it, it covers everything that we consider Midos as being part of Valachta Bidrachov, as Mahu Afato. The Rambam um, says, how does, a person, um, how does a person do it? So the Rambam says, well, he he he, has to, he does it and repeats it and repeats it and does it until it becomes second nature to him, um, and that's that's more or less the, 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 how the Ram says that that's called acquiring these middles. <coughs> so I, I'm wondering the following, and the Ram the Ram lists this as being what it's about. Let's try to understand that. If, if a person wants to know, he wants to become a mohel, a shochet. Um, or anything else, any mitzvah that's complicated, how do you do it? You practice and practice, practice. A good shochet keeps practicing until he gets it right, and so on. You know, it's any halacha that is a, a good sofer. How does a person become a good sofer? 
Well, you practice and practice and practice until it becomes good. If the Rambam would have to give that advice on and on and on, I mean, it's, it's technical advice. The Rambam does not usually give us technical advice. <laughs> so if it had to become a good Sofer Rambam, the, 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 the line is supposed to be straight, the letter is supposed to be whole, these are, these are all the Hidurim sector. How does one do it? Well, that's a technical detail. Go and practice. So the Rambam speaks about Midos. Then, then why does the Rambam give us that advice? Of course, if a person wants to have good Midos, practice them, that's obvious. I think the Rambam means something very different different than the technical aspect of it. The Rambam means that if I give stalker, and I don't feel like giving stalker, but every time a poor guy comes in, I say to myself, the Rambam says that he has to give money. And I give it to him. It's good. It may not work. It may not. Sometimes I might lose it. I might not want to give. Okay, so, so for that, seek out advice. That's not the Rambam's business. And the same thing is true if a person doesn't feel like going to davening. And we're looking for eights, how to get yourself to go to davening. There's, those eights don't belong in Yara Chazak. That's not what he's talking about. A person who has to force himself to come to davening, um, he's behind the mitzvah and the fumzara agra, and it's fine. Midos are about the person, not about the act. The difference, the stark difference between the Valach the Bedrachov and 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 um, and and the mitzvahs are the mitzvahs are acts that you do, how you do it, why you do it, might add a little bit, um, enhance the mitzvah if you do it with a good heart, if you do it with with ava, if you do it with yira, but the mitzvah itself is to do a certain act. The 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 chiyuv of 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 midas is that the person become a different person. I remember I once had a. I had a cousin, a, a relative of mine, a young boy, a very bright boy, he went to Brisk, and he became very sharp. Baruch Hashem, he's mellowed since then a long, long way. But he said, there's no such thing, I don't want this nice people, nice people. No, there's a chiv to give stuck in, there's a chiv to this, there's not a chiv, yes a chiv, oh chiv, yes a chiv. But, uh, I told him, you're dead wrong. That's the difference between Hilchus Deus and Hilchus Stucka. Chesed in Hilchus Deus is about the person, about being a nice person, a giving person, and stuck is about giving stucka. Those are two separate areas. One is a maisa and one is a person. So the, the difference between the, this area where you're changing a person to where you're doing particular maisa lies in, this, in the slowness of its development. Something which is revolutionary is sudden and it leaves behind what was and starts anew. And something that's evolutionary is something that the, 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 the object itself transforms itself and becomes something that really was within it all the time. Matan Torah required us to become um, the Anshe Kodesh, to become Amleches Kohanim, and all of that. The Rebchaim um, Vital speaks about why is it that Midos have mentioned the Torah? And he says because it's a prerequisite. It's not, Torah is given to about Midos. Uh, um, Midos are what you need to be accepting of the Torah. And if a person doesn't have it, then he doesn't have, the, the, then there's no way Torah can land on the person. So um, we needed to become people that could accept the Torah. That was the point of leaving Mitzrayim.
the sudden and sharp breakaway was necessary, or else we, it's, like a, it's like a spaceship. As long as, as we're still within the tug of the gravity of, of, of the Earth, we'll never get any place, because we'll always be schlepped back again. It needed something that was powerful and beyond. But progress can never go that way. We could never change. And psychologically, we always have a tendency to come back to our previous state. I saw Revolver writes um, in his Sefer. Revolver was extraordinary, besides being about Musa. It was a very keen, um, keen understanding of human nature. And he speaks very strongly in Alishur when he deals with the Musavadim and things of, of working on yourself about small steps. And he has some a fascinating insight why it's important. He says the human body the, or the human being rebels against change. It, it's one of the overarching... I guess, concepts in, in physiology is homeostasis. A person tends to be as he is. People's weight, people's functions tend to fall back to a certain, a certain point. And that's why any time you make a radical change, a person is very sick and he doesn't eat for a few weeks, he will get it back usually afterwards when he gets better because the body somehow has a sense of wanting to be wanting to be. It resists change. So as long as it's registered as being something um, different than you, so physically the body doesn't like it, and the body readjusts itself. Psychologically, if a person feels, I'm acting not the way I normally am, I'm, I'm being pushed to be a bigger tzaddik than I'm, I am, a person's tendency is to fall back at some point. It's somewhere along the line, psychologically, he feels, I'm, I'm, I'm at an artificial high, and, and therefore, it's not me. And nobody likes to do things that are not him. And that's why um, it is, inevitably, a person falls back, and a lot of times, regresses. I'd like to apply this a little bit and speak about, you know, I guess the title had to do with the Safer as well, and so on. I want to talk a little bit about this. Because, um, I don't know, I hate, I hate it when speakers speak about times are different and the old times and new times in America and Europe and who knows what. But one of the, one of the um, continuing changes in society is the speed at which things happen. And therefore, um, we expect things to take place very rapidly. Um, everything moves, you know, communication and, 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 and so many things have, have moved forward much more rapidly. We read something, we, we hear somebody, we go through some sort of event, and we feel very inspired. And people say they want to be inspired. Everybody, everybody wants to be inspired. person has a young kippah, person has a seder that's special, person has a young tip that he, that, that he feels uplifted. Whatever it is, a person was inspired. We tend to believe that if the message was powerful enough, then, then it will do the job. And if later on 
I um, fell down, A, it might have been the original message wasn't inspiring enough, or maybe I need another shot and another inspiration. That's a mistake. Because even if I keep getting shots, it's like living on adrenaline. At some point, the body's going to run out. It's not a, it, I, I, I haven't become more efficient. I've just pushed my body to work inefficiently. I've, I'm, I'm eating myself up. The same thing is true psychologically. Same thing is true in Avodah Hashem. If a person keeps pushing himself, at some point it collapses. And it certainly gets no place. And then people get upset with the fact that it got no place. And, and, they, sort of, and, they, and they sort of fall back. And it becomes uh, um, a vicious cycle. And people just give up. If we understood ourselves better, what Hashem wants from us, and, 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 and what's going to happen, then at least which set ourselves up for some form of success. The starting point is always going to be inspiration because as long as we're stuck in the same routine and the same mindset, we're not going anyplace. That's, that's obvious. When a person is fortunate enough, in any whatever context, sometimes low-laner people have a tragedy, sometimes people are zocha to something and expect and they feel be uplifted or whatever, then a person um, is just starting. So yes, this pushed me, and now I can start. I can start making some cheshbon. I um, I once saw a vart from the Babacher Rebbe. So it was a really incredible vart. I later found similar ideas in different. See this. It says im kesef talves So kesef is in Hasidic language. Kesef refers to the mid of Ava, like the word kisufin, nechsof, nechsafti, um, a sort of a, a, a Loshim meaning Avas Hashem. In, in the Hasidic literature, we have the license to translate Kesef as Ava. When you promise the Shul Kesef, you do not have the right to translate Ava, you have to stick to Kesef Kipshuto. But in, 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 in Pshat, it's good. He says, many times a person feels a sudden spirit of inspiration. So he says, and he says, well, I'm, I'm a different, I'm a, I see I'm a higher madrega, I have different she'ifos, uh, I feel different, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there. So he says, the marshal is somebody who's starting a business, and he, he's somebody invests or lends money, somebody lends money, and he's lent him a million dollars. So he's walking around with a million dollars in his pocket, and he feels good about himself. Baruch Hashem, millionaire, it's good. But that's not your money. It, it's, it's a loan. And it'll ha- it, it, can, it, it can generate, it can, it can build your business and generate revenue. But the money that you have here is on loan. So a smart person is very sparing with it. He invests it and does what he does with it. And then now when he has the money to give back when the person has it back and, and he has his own. person who's a fool spends it. So he said, sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu lends us kisufit. HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides to be good to us. And we get this moment of unearned inspiration. If you understand that it's a loan, in case of Talve, Asami, then you're in good shape. Yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you to use it. We've, it's, it's a hard thing. We, 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 we don't learn. It, it just life doesn't teach us enough to value small, slow increments. We, we don't feel especially good 
if in a year we've added on another 10 minutes of learning to our day. So a person doesn't feel and is not inspired to do it. But if you've added on 10 minutes in a way that this is like part and parcel of yourself, th- then you've done something tremendous. It, 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 it's, um, you've changed. You actually have changed. Change is not measured by how much, but how firm is it? How immutable is it? Using the Rambam's Yisod again, that those elements that are the person himself, that doesn't change. So when we ask ourselves, what is it that should be our measure of success? It should never be on how much more, not how much more am I doing, but how solidly is whatever I'm doing different. person has decided not to do something. It could be a small thing, but if a year has gone by and he hasn't touched it, and he hasn't done what he decided not to do, then the person is a different person. That's the measure of a person. There's a, a saying by the Bala Musa. It says, Pischuli Pesach Machat. Open up a hole as big as a needle. A Pesach that even Kakaroyas and so on, that, that wagons can go through. You know, there's a who asks us to make an opening for tshuva, and even if it's a <coughs> tiny hole, a Baruch will broaden it and, 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 you know, and, and give us everything. So the Balamusas say, the muscle of the hole of a needle is not only um, that it's so small. Yes, it's very small, and, and the Gemara is trying to tell you it's small. But the hole is rimmed by metal. It doesn't, that hole, a needle's hole doesn't, it's not rubber. It doesn't seal itself. It doesn't kind of just about disappear. It stays. What Gnosis is saying, open up a genuine hole, a place that, that is firm, and then I can work with it. So the answer is yes. Pesach was extremely inspiring, and we, we, we are able maybe to, to, to have ideas and feelings that we haven't had. And that's wonderful. If we want to make it, if you want to do something with it other than just a fleeting moment of inspiration, which usually tends to become counterproductive, because then you say, you know, I've heard many nice drushes, I've been very inspired by Nigunim, but I'm still the same person. You are, because they'll never, those things will never change you. Those things can be a catalyst for change, but real change is methodical. It's thinking first what's the smallest thing I can do that is a change and that will really last. You're looking for, a, 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 for the hole of a needle, but something that in a year from now I can say it's under the radar screen of, of what Revolver calls his mardus. It's under the radar screen of wanting to push back. It, it's comfortable enough, but that change is real. And Be'ez Hashem, that's what Sphere is. Sphere Sa'oma sounds to us at first glance like we started off kind of dreary, not terribly exciting, uh, you know, the answer is yes, that's exactly what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to take the feelings of Pesach, we're supposed to make slow, slow steps, consistent, um, day in, day out. Once there's been a certain hergal, like the Ramam says, by changing a person's middles, once we've been able to change them and change it in a way that whatever change we've made is permanent, that's where we've started changing ourselves. 
And that's a person who's worthy of Hashem of Bahim Torah. So we should be zerchot to take both the inspirations that we received over Pesach and use our seichel to know who we are, understand ourselves, and choose tiny increments that can be firm, that we can be sure we keep firm. And Bezos Hashem, um, as time goes on and they become who we are, a change in who we are is, is, is of a different world than changing what we do. And Bez Hashem, once we have that precursor to Matan Torah, like Rabbi Haimital says, we'll be Zeichah Bez Hashem to Matan Torah.